This week's episode is sponsored by Current Jerker Designs. When you're a promoter of any kind, one main obstacle you face is, how do I get more attention for my business? With Current Jerker Designs, you get over 10 years of experience with their creative marketing services. Whether it be posters, social media graphics, or other types of visual advertisements to fulfill your business needs. CJD does it all. So if you're seeking for experience, passionate team, to collaborate with you on your next project or event, CJD will love to work with you and create with you. Reach out to Derek Sharp at CurrentJerkerDesigns.com. Again, that's CurrentJerkerDesigns.com. Or you can email Derek directly to Derek at CurrentJerkerDesigns.com. Now on to this week's episode. <laughs> era, era, two heels in a freeze. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. Thanks for listening to the of Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we might as well be recording at 2, p- uh, 2 a.m. At, at night because James is already complaining that he should be in bed. Um, us, you, us, us youths are still up. It's only 8, 12 p.m., but we're here with James. Uh, b- maybe more on the cranky side. Maybe he woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. But we're going to talk some freelance. I mean, we haven't had him in a bit. James is like, hey, man, we need to talk. We need to get together. I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, Chris, do, are we in trouble? Did you say something? And then uh, no, we're just catching up something. on something. I don't even use Twitter only to call it the squad. And now yeah. I got to make sure I just keep moving so you don't think I froze. <laughs> on your, uh, James, on your welcome underground back. streaming site that you use. <laughs> Um, too weird to live, too rare to die. We were That's at the three, internet. Yeah, we were at uh, the Logan Square Auditorium on February 18th. Finally, um, after two plus years. Yeah, where was the squad? I didn't see one squad member there. I'm just going to point that out. I get a lot of shit from them for never going to shows. We were at the and show. And they all just decided they weren't coming. <laughs> I was like, I-, I didn't know where to go. I'm like, okay, where do I, you know, stand by or whatever. But uh, I brought some people over. I brought, uh, you know, sure. a couple of friends from California that had flown in for the weekend for the fishing trip on this, that I had this weekend. Um, and other friends that, you know, I-, I spread the word out there, James. And we had at least, you know, four new people who experienced freelance. And they walked away singing Purple Rain. Of course. <laughs> of course they walked away singing Purple Rain. <laughs> the Purple Poppy is back. Yeah. Purple Poppy <laughs> went over in his match, too. We can get into that. Um, James, how did you think the show went overall? Were you satisfied with, with everything? Extremely satisfied. Mm-hmm. Extremely satisfied. Quite, quite, uh, I wouldn't say shocking how satisfied, but it delivered beyond what we had thought it would deliver. So uh, kudos to everybody who was on the show for overperforming. Yeah, I thought there was I thought I, I think I would agree with that. I mean, I think there was some singles match that I knew would deliver. I think you guys did a really good job with just mashup chemistry or at least finding obviously they'll give credit to the wrestlers for creating that chemistry, but you guys gotta put that pair together that you think will gel. I think there was a lot of singles matches that gelled. 
I think Matt, speaking of Matt next, he started off in the scramble. Uh, so that scramble match, he defeated Cody Lane, Riley Jackson, Saban Gage, Xavier Sky. There might have been one more person there, but I don't know. I think that was maybe it in the scramble. Riley Jackson. Did you say Riley Jackson? Yeah, Riley Jackson. Cody Lane, Saban Gage, Xavier Sky. There were six. Okay. There were six, yeah. Two, three, four, five. Yeah. So okay, you can blame cage match dot not for that. They're they're missing one. <laughs> um, I, I'm not blaming cage match dot net for that. I'm blaming <laughs> the people that were in attendance that didn't pay attention to who was in the match. I paid attention to uh, so oh there was one guy. Well so GPA was originally supposed to be in the scramble, and then he and then got Ethan it. Price took his place. Ethan Price, yes. So he was, yeah. I mean, he wasn't. Uh, he's not on the internet anywhere either. On your the poster, the so that's kind of why, you know. Plus the modellos or the coronas. The know, coronas. Right? There were no modellos. Okay, so there was one negative thing. No modellos. All right, yeah. we'll take that up with but, the venue. Can we, can we get a? Can we get a like a, a maybe a dollar drop on each item there? Like <laughs> maybe a six dollar seltzer instead of seven dollar seltzer. Probably not. <laughs> okay, great. Probably okay, a six dollars right. seltzer. That's pricey bring, already. Bring the bucks. But I was what I was gonna say, uh what I was gonna say is that I think Matt Nix looked really in shape to me. I don't know if that was just me. Uh but I felt like he looked slimmer. I felt like he was moving like a cat out there. Um, you know, and he pulled he pulled out uh, pulled out some some stuff. And then yeah, obviously everyone was chanting with the purple rain. So it was cool to see. It's cool to see him. Not in this is like with Monix, he was like, oh, I'm making the return. Now he just feels like he's kind of in a flow and a rhythm again, which is where we want to see him. So it's cool. The one that caught my eye was uh, Xavier Sky. Really? He, um, yeah, I don't know. Like he, he stood out a bit and like he, I feel like he's so young and uh, like, I don't know, like the way he was moving in the ring, he was fast and he, he made that huge dive from, to the outside. Um, it just kind of like his name stuck with me from you know from from the from what the the five or six man scramble. <laughs> so it was a six, and yeah, um, Xavier's one of the students from the Freelance Academy. So um, cool. I will pass word along about how he stuck out to his trainers, as well as Xavier as well. No, I definitely believe he stuck out as well. Uh, the scramble is always the here's your chance to show yourself to people that wouldn't necessarily get the chance to see you otherwise. Uh, so go out there and do what you can do and net what you can't. And he definitely uh, stuck to the script of do what you can do. And while it was a bit shaky at first, he did make that uh pretty sweet mm-hmm, dive mm-hmm. off the top rope. James, take me through. You don't have to obviously reveal the secret sauce, but take me through the, I feel like, like you said, scramble matches, like, let's see what you can do. What do you have to do? within that scramble to grab, I don't want to say graduate, but to then be ready maybe for like a singles match on the lower end of the card. Like what are, what, what are you looking for? Is it got to be multiple scrambles or could it just be one scramble? And then that person you think it could be ready? one, it could be multiple. It could be one, it could be multiple. It, it's just do something that's eye catching. The, the scramble is the, is the get your shit in match mm-hmm. on the show, especially for those that wouldn't necessarily be this the, the scramble match is kind of you know get your shit in type of moment and stick out and hopefully that'll just pretty much basically oh, gain yeah, you stick out. 
gain more opportunities down the future. So it could be another scramble or it could be a single uh, match. Right. And Xavier Sky, he did a pre-show match for us. We liked what we saw in the pre-show. Give him a chance in the scramble. See if he could. I mean, that's more pressure than a pre-show. So, and he did. He 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 helped stick him stick out, and it was noticeable. That was followed by, if this is in order, uh, it was a uh, Blair Onyx versus Laney Luck. Yeah. With uh, to to my eyes, it was a a shocking victory from Blair Onyx. Yeah, she said it was her first singles match at Freelance Wrestling specifically. Um, and then ended up going over as well, which I think is, we all have this pecking order in the head, right? Of like who, who should, based on maybe past performances or who's won titles. We all have our own top 25, right, Charlie? We do. We do. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, definitely Blair, I would say call that an upset. Um, and I I don't know what it was about this match, but I felt like the crowd, the crowd was really into it. This is one of the ones, like I said, where. The, chem- the chemistry was there. And maybe it was just fluidity. Maybe it was just they did the right things at the right times. I thought it, like, built kind of well. But, like, in your opinion, James, like, why do you think they captivated the crowd so well? Two, two wrestlers in a wrestling match that both – the crowd loved Blair. Mm-hmm. Loved Blair. And they're, and they're used to Laney. They've seen Laney quite a few times. and But for the love that Blair was getting – Mm-hmm. holy crap like i can only imagine how motivating that could have possibly been to blair to go okay more pressure let's think and now let's execute and, and laney is a great dance partner for blair too so i mean anytime a crowd gets in into what you're doing it, it motivates you more it, it gives you more confidence it it, it it does something to the performer just as much as it it excites the fan to see what they're watching. Yeah. Did that answer the question at all? <laughs> I think no. so. Yeah. I, I'm so confident in my responses. <laughs> no, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, With that response. Like I, I didn't know initially, you know, who was going to take that role of, of the baby face in this match, but the crowd really, really embraced uh, Onyx. And, you know, I would initially thought like, Oh, Lainey Luck, you know, we've seen her, enough or a couple times in the freelance alone um but you know uh onyx got the response from the crowd and she got that to me once again that surprise victory mm-hmm. um you got to surprise mm-hmm. you got to surprise surprise the paying customer every now and again otherwise it yep. becomes predictable and who who wants to go to something that they see time and time again when they could sit at home not spend money and know already know what's going to happen right. right keep them on their toes and a surprise pairing here again, chemistry once again. Um, Alfonso Gonzalez and Kelly Ray against the Bang Bros. Seeing this tag team, uh, with like I think they utilized like their characters really, really well, played off of mm-hmm. each other. Um, and the Bang Bros with matching gear. I was gonna say that was matching <laughs> gear, maybe the highlight of this. I don't want to take away from any performer in the show. But you walked out of the Logan Square Auditorium Friday night, and you went home with a smile on your face because of the Bang Bros matching gear. That was guaranteed. It's about, <laughs> it's about time. Uh, the gear maker finally got around to getting it done. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say shout the gear, out, but the gear maker had the the, the gear maker for the gear. Ah, 
the gear maker is backed up beyond belief. I think he's got like a six month waiting list right now. Yikes. Holy shit. Yeah. And that's because well, he's when, so good. It's because he's good and he's got high profile clientele too. So, I mean, he just did Trey Miguel stuff on for impact. He, mm-hmm. he, he does Kylie Ray's gear. Um, <clears throat> who else? I know in the past he's done Seth Rollins' gear. He's done Brian Danielson's gear. So he's got a clientele list a mile long. So six months is actually short compared to some of the stuff I've seen him do where he's nine nine months to a year out. And he has to shut down business until he catches up. Damn. That's Good crazy. I have, but better for us that he got around to the Bang Bros gear because that's something that we had been looking forward to. And you know, as, as soon like Charlie's the one that picked up on it right away. Like I was barely turning around and he's like, they got matching gear. So yeah, I mean, this is, this is I mean, to anyone in that room, I know Chris. They, Chris is the pickiest about that. I mean, the Bang Bros was an easily pickable situation. Like their gear needed to be matched. Everyone that everyone kind of like felt that. Like, you know, we love them, but everyone's like, that could be a next step for sure. But like Chris is very Chris will point out subtleties and within gear like he's gear he's a gear aficionado so like he was like looking at his phone or something and like i saw the big bros come out i was like chris lift your head up and look forward you were in your phone geez thanks well you know gotta hit up the twitter machine once in a while yeah tweeting was harassing you with photos of the two of you Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, thank, thanks for sniping that photo. The photo of evidence proof that, that we, we we finally made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should put that out. You know, what I was gonna say it would be a good it would be a good piece of content to see. Maybe we maybe we talk to Isaiah about this, but he might not want to. But it would be cool to see how this how the gear is made. I'm so curious about that, or just see like not from start. To, like I'm sure some of it might just be tedious. But it would be cool to see from like the start to the finish some kind of like piece of clip or video because I I don't know like I I would it would be cool to see a start to finish because some of that shit seems so complex to me and I would never in a million years be able to do that to create stuff like that so right well it's also made with a lot of rage and hate for what he's doing so that also okay. helps <laughs> <laughs> all right it's made up <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> So maybe that video won't ever happen if that's the case. <laughs> hey, look, my wife my wife tells me all the time, I'm like, oh, thanks for making that. She goes, I made it with a lot of rage and hate, so that's why it tastes so good. <laughs> okay. I love it. Instead of it's made with love, just, just flipping on them. Um, so the, it was a cool thing to see. I felt like Kylie, Kylie was riding an edge for a little bit. Um, I felt like she was kind of riding that a little semi-sadistic and she has that that sometimes she can turn on that sadistic side i think i feel like in this match she went strictly back to like i love my opponent i love my enemy like don't hurt them so it seems that she's gone fully back to the light side uh and they were yeah they were able to play off each other really well i was going to mention on the on the side of laney laney seems to be pulling some cheeky stuff uh pun intended she'll tell you that as well but uh, she seems to be, like, even in other promotions, she's, like, stealing belts. When she was wrestling Blair, I felt like she was doing – the crowd, like you said, was just really on Blair's side. So I felt like she took advantage of that and was doing some, some like, kind of nasty stuff, not too nasty. 
uh, some shady stuff, but it seems like Kylie's fully back to just like, I am, I care about my opponent. I want everyone to like me, kind of. Well, I mean, of course she cares about the Bang Bros. How can you hate yeah. the Bang Bros? On the other hand, true. Unless you, you, know, you like Alfonso our good friends Pick and Pop, then you could hate the Bang Bros. <laughs> you can't. You just can't. Yeah. And then, yeah, we'll talk about them in a second. Pick and pop yeah. for sure. Um, Storm Grayson defeats JJ Garrett. Did you did you watch JJ Garrett's video about how, how he kind of opened up about like the stuff he struggled with? Yes. <clears throat> I mean, I even commented on it. Um, I've known Garrett for set, going on seven years now. Um, always knew how talented he was, but he was always in his own way. Whether it was just thinking he deserved more quicker, the young guy stuff, or he rather turned to being a complete idiot, um, showing up inebriated, not necessarily, it, it wasn't alcohol, but other other substances, and just then watching him just flake all the time and not show up, and oh, I promise I'll be there, and then he's not there, and then you know, he, he was the independent champ for us for a, a little bit, and he couldn't make a show. Then he made the next show, and I was like, hey, dude, um, let me keep the belt. He's like, oh, why? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to I'm gonna keep it around. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to clean it, and I'm going to do a whole bunch of stuff, fully knowing that I was keeping it because I can't trust him to show up. Mm. And then sure as sure shit, the next show, he's like, hey, man, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm like, oh, that's okay. We're going to crown a new champ, dude. And then we just crowned a new champion it, to now where he's not canceling and he's making his flights. He's making his drives. He's right. showing up early to help out when he can, depending on what day and how far of a drive and offering to bring people with him so they could get some experience. So they're not frustrated all the time. Uh, that video made a believer out of people. And that's how he ended up on the show, to be honest. Mm-hmm. always knew how talented he was but you know the first step is admitting you have a problem and he went above and beyond admitting that he had an issue and he's doing things to tame the pro- tame the problems that he had in the past so you know kudos to to Garrett for getting his shit together that's mm-hmm. I mean that's I, I have not seen the video but I know that and I think I've heard it probably from you James like that you know JJ Garrett was somebody that that was on your list of people that you would love to either have more frequently or that you you know you liked his work. So it, it's definitely like and also hearing it from you know again the people that I that I brought to the show, uh JJ Garrett was somebody that that stuck out to them that, that he was like you know, even though he was against um Grayson, who who's you know a dominant figure, like he looks like an opponent that you're gonna, you know, bust your ass to get through. Um, JJ Garrett is like to them, he's like, he's so quick, he's so good. He, you know, it was somebody that they would like to see more of. So, so that was that yeah. was pretty cool. It was the mullet, wasn't it? <laughs> that, <too. laughs> that helps. <laughs> I don't know if it was your friends, Chris, or it was a, a group to my like uh, my right, which your friends were to my left. There was a group to my mm-hmm. right, but it seemed like amongst the more casual crowd, JJ Garrett stuck out to them just because he was doing like crazy shit off like the second rope that people had like never seen before. So there's definitely someone, someone who stuck out amongst the, uh, like, uh, you know, people that yeah, might not, not, not know him. 
Mm-hmm. He's Definitely. very unique, and he he's he's tapping into that. So I mean, you know, jo- all joking aside, the mullet changing up how he looks, changing the music that he comes out to, changing his in ring style. It, it's all been a benefit to him. Uh, and gaining the confidence of the promoters again is huge too. So <clears throat> him, you know, game changer wrestling gave him an opportunity again after he blew off three shows in the Damn. past for them. And yeah. And seeing him constantly get booked and, and Brett Lauderdale is no pushover. If, if you do something that he does not like, he will not book you. So seeing Brett continue to bringing him back, bring him back at every game changer show, uh, definitely instilled confident a little bit of confidence back into me wanting to have Garrett around and then you know Matt Nix even though he's he's stepped aside he still suggests things he's like hey guys um saw this thought this is really cool I think you should give him a chance but that's just my opinion do whatever you want so Garrett's got people in his corner Uh, I'm in his corner for sure so we'll uh, we'll see when he comes back. Yeah, that's great. And I, so I noticed him <clears> that JJ I think has been at least in the past, and then maybe just just this is what has because has been because maybe uh, of like his his past not like not showing up, but he seemed to be primarily freelance underground. And then this next guy as well seemed to be primarily freelance underground. Although wrestled here, which is Brian Keith, which is cool. I love to see that. This was another really good one-on-one matchup. Do you think uh, now? Now that, that obviously you got a lot on your plate, do you think that uh, people we maybe saw in one promotion will like kind of transfer over? Do you think the rosters will be a little more mixed here and there? Um, rosters already have started to become a little bit more mixed here and there. Um, the, the 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 I won't call it even a problem. Uh, the situation that I'm in is trying to keep. Both shows unique. Um, you're going to have your crossover guys, but a lot of the, the guys that were just crossover every now and again have, are becoming permanent fixtures. The Bang Bros, Pick and Pop, um, Alfonso Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, Storm Grayson. I mean, he went from not being on any freelance shows to only missing one since uh, we came, we brought the company back in 2021. So you're going to see, you're going to see some disappear on the underground shows, which isn't a bad thing. They're not going to necessarily fully disappear, but they're going to fade a little bit to give, you know, the Xavier skies an opportunity and, and you'll see more of, you know, Aaron Payne or the pain in my ass. Chico Suave will be around a little bit more. Um, uh, what were you waiting for me to say that? I knew it. I had a feeling. <laughs> uh, I you've been waiting for me to say Chico this entire time. Um, you're going to start seeing some, you know, some more of those guys saving Gage. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you'll see them more on Underground now. While there isn't that many open spots on Freelance all the time, where you know we may. Or may not have the Bang Bros as much, or Pick and Pop as much, because sure. you know, it was it was <clears throat> my undertaking at the time, a, a self-proposed undertaking, not a mandated undertaking, to give these guys from the school that are ready to go matches. 
and now they're you know exceeding and succeeding 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 whatever and um while they're gonna they'll, they'll probably be like what, what no no we don't want to stop working for you i'm gonna be like it's not that i want you to stop it's that you're kind of on the main show i mean i i i know under underground is the secondary show it's the it's the smackdown to the raw or the raw to smackdown however you see it now um sure. but no reason why these guys that don't get the opportunities that you know the first six or seven students that were ready are getting yeah so you'll still uh, see a mixture okay cool no that, that's cool um i oh god what was i gonna say oh hey brian keith yeah, I want to hit two things before I go to that match. So Chico sold 20 shirts, I heard, on Robert Anthony's vlog. He's hashtag people with Chico. He's a sales machine, is he not? He's a sales machine. Yeah, he likes to talk a lot. <laughs> um, I want to know – wait, uh, let's go, go back to Alfonso Gonzalez. I felt like uh, he had a quick he, – he's really good. And I felt like he came out of nowhere and had a quick rise to now tagging with Kylie, a former champion, and having a ton of chemistry with her. Where did where did he come from, and why did it happen so quickly? He's a freelance wrestling academy student. Um, wrestling sometimes is not the easiest for some, and some people are just natural and gifted and get it. And you know, uh, Afonso Gonzalez is one of those naturally gifted students that kind of got pushed real quick into the into the forefront of making sure that he's included on shows all the time which i didn't get that i got maybe two matches in underground with him and now he's literally open and opening or on um every freelance show he's teamed with kylie kylie trusts him no one else does but kylie for some reason you know kylie she she loves everybody so <laughs> She trusts him. She's trying to learn his ways so she could get back to where she was before, you know, having to vacate the championship and, you know, the concussions and, uh, and, and the personal reasons and all that stuff. So she's trying to rebuild her confidence, get herself back to her winning ways. And, you know, she believes that Alfonso Gonzalez is the path to her <laughs> being smiley, Kylie, the successful single star that she was previously. Yeah. That was very well said. Though, said. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. He's, he has natural charisma, I think. So I think, I think you kind of said he just kind of gave it. Yeah. Right now I'm trying to figure out who, who took whose gimmick first. Did Chad Gable steal everything that Alfonso Gonzalez says? And, <laughs> does or did Alfonso Gonzalez somehow steal everything that Chad Gable started to do the last couple weeks that Alfonso's been doing for the last couple months yeah I don't know good question there but uh definitely like it, it did like I, I got introduced to him in, in the underground shows and he was like eh, is he like uh initially I'm like because I think he even replaced Chico for 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 a match um, so yeah, I was like, Chico decided to go get ringworm. <laughs> Viva La Chico. But make sure to put the hashtag as after that. About oh, his, there we go. His ringworm. Oh, I to do that. 
Viva Lee Chico. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like I, I did not know much, much about him, but yeah, Charlie definitely, uh, you know, made, made a point there where it's like, all of a sudden you started seeing him more and more and more often. And now tagging with, with Kylie, like he does have that, you know, yeah, charisma, but confidence and he believes in in his character. Like he embraces that 100%. So when he's out there, you know, he he can piss you off and make you laugh at the same time. Right, right. Um, my only fear for him at first was too much too soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I mean, we've seen people on WWE television that get too much too soon and then they fizzle out or no one cares. And, hmm. you know, but he, he as a as a human being, it's not too much too soon. It's just it, for the character. Is it too much too soon? It, it's something. Sure. It's something to be worried about. But like you said, he's got a ton of charisma. Um, he knows how to make a crowd and dislike him, but in a funny way, which is always a, a, an advantage to a heel. So right, definitely. <clears throat> uh, Brian, you know, so yeah. So back to uh, sorry, I got sidetracked. Back to Brian Keith. Uh, Brian Keith defeating Craig Mitchell. Uh, sucks that Craig got hurt, but Craig got hurt at the beginning of the match, and then he still did the spot where he runs around the entire ring. Why did he do the spot where he runs around the entire ring? He hobbled the entire way. Like he's a he's a because <laughs> it's it's not even forget the running around. He finished twelve minutes of a match. He got hurt two minutes in, so he did ten minutes with mm-hmm. a partially torn Achilles. Like, unreal. Oh, unreal. Uh, if if anyone's ever had doubts about Craig Mitchell and what a what a stud he is, it just <clears throat> we've seen people with Achilles problems and Achilles tears, and, and they're gone for 10 months. This guy lasted another 10 minutes. Just He wasn't even lying to people. He's like, I'm hurt. <clears throat> we'll see how this goes after the match is over. He, he, he was letting you know he was not – that was not him faking it, <clears throat> and I'm 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 constantly talking to Perch, checking on him, and I'm like, Perch, is he okay? I know you can't answer me, but tell me yes or no. And all Perch kept doing was going, <laughs> giving me a shoulder shrug. I'm like, okay. <clears throat> oh no, is he gonna? Is he good to finish the match? And then you get a yes. Okay, so he's possibly actually hurt, but he's gonna finish the match because Craig's Craig's Craig either Craig. stupid, he's either stupid or he's just a he's a you know no pun intended war horse that just keeps going. Man, that was uh, that was a feat, and there was like power. There was like big ass spots after that too, like power bombs and shit. Uh, Brian Keith has gotten over very quickly. I feel like he's super impressive. Uh, Craig tweeted out, I think he's like, yeah, I heard my, you know, if you follow him on Twitter, you're kind of getting updates as he's getting like second opinions and stuff. And he's like, I got two minutes of the match. I partially, I think I partially tore something and a shout out to Brian, uh, bounty hunter Keith for protecting me throughout that. And that the re- the next 10 minutes of that match. So definitely gave him some Brian Keith's the real deal. Mm-hmm. Booker T trained. Respect the setup. It dude. <laughs> Is that the, the poncho? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's my my ass was like, I was what's what's a therapy? Therapy. Why people don't know that word? Why people don't know the word therapy? Yeah. Hey, Chris knows what ice fishing is though. Yeah, Chris, that's a pretty white thing of you to do is go ice fishing. I think. 
Um, I'll show you some pictures, but I took my setup it to ice fishing. So I bet you uh, did. Those yeah, things are nice I, and warm. I had to represent, you know. Did you were you fishing with? Couldn't couldn't you know just look the other way and see all these North Faces, North Face yeah. jackets and shit? Yeah. No, I wore my setup. We're gonna hear about. We're gonna hear how we're canceled tomorrow. So that's fine. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right. So uh, speaking we of had intermission after that, had an right. Yeah, was intermission surprised. was good. Um, intermission was good. Uh, held held its uh, own, held its own for ten <laughs> minutes, and um, we'll definitely be booking intermission again. <laughs> Listen, intermission hadn't been around in a while, at least from, from what I've seen. Like COVID times did not allow intermission oh, really? to happen. Yeah. Wrestling gear is one. Last two shows we ran intermission. Number two is intermission. Chris Pace intermission's been done the last two matches or last two shows, not matches. Last two, last two shows. Yeah, Chris, why don't you go to? <laughs> yeah, I should go to these shows. They have intermission now. <laughs> Chris, uh, uh, James is like nodding. He's like, okay, move on. Uh, were you gonna do talk about the next match, Chris? Uh, yeah, I was gonna jump into take a home records. It's eight forty-five. We're past his bedtime. Take a home records, uh, record, uh, take it home records. Bucky Collins, there, uh, Darren Corbin defeating Pick and Pop. Um, and at the end of the day, the take it home records still walk away as champs, but without belts. <laughs> so they keep claiming they're the champs, but they haven't had the belts. They keep getting stolen. Those damn Bang Brothers, <laughs> Bang Brothers, the Bang Bros. Um, they, they took the belts this time. Yeah, you see a stealing of belts, but then you never see a third team income to, to swoop the belts. It's almost like it's almost like the hardcore title getting passed around, but no one's pinning anyone. They're just kind of stealing it from each other, playing a hot potato with these belts. This is probably going to lead to what, like a three-way tag? In a cage. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> I don't know if he held his. Uh, oh no! He, right now frozen. the bang. Oh, it, oh, oh! You're back. No, I'm not. I'm not frozen. <laughs> I wasn't frozen. To us, you are. I wasn't Elsa. I'm not frozen. <laughs> Let it go, James. Let it go. Only, only my heart. Only my heart is frozen. <laughs> um, where are you? Who knows where where this is going? I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, just keep keep attending, keep showing up, keep watching. And see what happens. Fair. Clearly, 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 the take at home records have gotten in the gotten accidentally put in the middle of something between pick and pop and the bang bros. Yeah. Can we do an angle where we they now they do another match, bang bros versus take at home records, and then we come in to steal the belts? Now mm. I'm frozen. <laughs> <laughs> You're stunned. It's such a good angle that you're stunned. You need another team to come in and swoop the belts, you know? Just saying. You two could wrestle uh, at intermission. Okay. Well, that's... Okay, apparently that wasn't that funny. Sorry, okay. You're wearing a delay there. You froze a little bit there. Jim. We're delayed. We're delayed. It was It was fine. You're doing – James, Someone's you're doing a great – I don't know who it is. James, you're doing a great job, man. 
What? You're doing a great job. I know I am. Who's hosting this, Chris? I am. <laughs> I already know. Who's the IT guy? Chris, what? who's the IT? Point to point to the IT guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's uh let's get through the other two matches here, and then we'll talk about the future. Okay. Kobe Durst, good to see him back. Throw it up, Diamond Tiger. Wrestling GPA, whose entire move arsenal now is wrestling moves that took place between 1990 and 1996. True or false? Awesome. Fair point. I have no idea. <laughs> he's got some Bret Hart stuff. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of Bret Hart spots. He's got. Uh, oh God, he's tweeting about some someone else, some kind of some other. Like like it's like before the Attitude Era. WWF, I think, is where he's building his 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 new arsenal of moves. He probably did all the Bret Hart stuff to piss me off. Did you not notice? I didn't even put two and two together. But now that you mention it, looks like I need to uh, have a conversation with GPA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree with you that it's called the Scorpion. Well, the Scorpion Deathlock and the Sharpshooter actually have a variation difference. Do you know the difference? It's the leg that you put through. Yes. Yes, correct. So, um, but I mean, we're very pro silly question. <laughs> we're very pro Scorpion Deathlock on this podcast, you and I. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we that's a that's just a better move. So until it, he'll probably start doing the sharpshooter soon, though. I can see that happening. I was having a conversation with him before the show, and it ended with me making a comment about Bret Hart. And saying, oh, yeah, that's right. You like Bret Hart. Never mind. And I walked away. <laughs> so the Bret Hart offense probably was my punishment for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to keep layering them in. Um, GPA did. That was a under seven minute match. GPA did pick up the win. And then the champ was there. The champ was there. Uh, it was a freelance legacy title match. Although either him or maybe Frank the Clown has the freelance heavyweight champ or the main title or kind of both of them or Frank has his own belt. It's getting a little confusing, kind of muddy in the waters there with that belt. You can't control what they do. It's a constant power struggle. So <laughs> someone last time I checked, uh, Robert is the legacy and the freelance champion and he dropped the freelance title, picked up the freelance for championship. And now he's carrying all three because he thinks he, you know, he's the belt collector. So right. <laughs> um, we're hoping to uh, take care of the too many belts issue uh, come March. Stay tuned. <laughs> looking forward to that because yeah too many belts um and especially frank the clown having his own custom belt there um but you know he wants to feel included <laughs> Aww. and well dan the dad uh crowd favorite you know mm -hmm. one of the, you know freelance's uh favorite baby faces i mean he put on the show but of course you know, it's it's pretty much a handicap match with these two. Um, 
Unfortunate, but true. Sad, but true. Um, but yeah, Robert Eagle, Anthony. Hell of a match, though. Yeah. And and it's Dan deserved, Dan deserved a main event, I think. Uh, Dan definitely deserved a main event, and Dan deserved to be taken out of his comfort zone too. And I feel like Rob did that. He he, you got a you got a different match out of Dan the Dead that you that you normally True. don't. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. She, um, Chico said Chico that when. Dan... Sorry, delay. Go ahead. Chico said. Oh. What did Chico say? <laughs> uh, Chico, oh, Chico, Chico has an opinion. Okay. <laughs> this is a pro Chico podcast. It's a very pro Chico podcast. So get used to it. So what about Chico? Because you what were, what were you, you going to say? I cut you off because of the lag. Because your mouth moves a little bit and then the voice comes later. So I cut you off. Now you're not. Now. <laughs> now you're just fucking with us. <laughs> I said, "Why? What did Chico have to say? Since you know Chico is so important, go ahead." I, 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 I was gonna yeah. say that. I was gonna say that Chico said when he wrestled, uh, it was either ego or egotistical fantastico, one of those those two individuals that he felt like he grew so much during that match, and I think a Robert Anthony hat has that effect. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was it was when they wrestled, but I think Robert Anthony has an effect because he know he's he's such a veteran. When the hell did they wrestle? Didn't they? Didn't they isn't that what happened? I think that's what I heard. No, no, it's wrong. No, it's wrong. I have him mixed up. He wrestled Gringle Loco recently, so we can forget this. Why that makes sense. Chris, Chris, let's cut this entire part out, please. Um, but I think no, he, leave he, this <laughs> entire part in. I mean, if we're leaving all of the you know, jame lags, we, 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 can, we can leave that in too. No, 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 we got match. The Cage match hasn't done a very good job for Charlie, okay? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was bad. It was the wrong veteran. It was the wrong veteran. I'm trying that Robert Inko Anthony has the veteran presence where he can te- he can make people learn during the match. I, I could agree oh, with that a little statement. bit. For a little yeah. bit, Charlie and I, uh, during his promo, we weren't sure if he was cutting a heel or a babyface promo. It... Oh yeah, he came he came back to the locker room like, "Congrats, baby <laughs> face." What the fuck was that? He's like, "They're still gonna hate me," and they did. Right, so right, yeah, yeah. He was right, but I was like, "Why are you trying to make them cheer for you?" He's like, "That wasn't my intent." <laughs> hey, I I, I enjoyed <laughs> the trip, like, <laughs> but that's what the fuck happened. <laughs> Because he was like, if you think you're above freelance wrestling, I hate you. And no one in the crowd's like, we don't think we're above freelance wrestling. <laughs> we don't. So that was a slightly con- that just that remark was slightly confusing. No, it was bad. It was bad. And I I want to say he he turned to Frank and was like, I'm never cutting a promo again. You're doing them all from now on. So I. <laughs> I, I really don't know why the hell he said that. I think he just wanted to get his point across that he he's he's the champ now. He takes on all comers. He doesn't it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. Bring it. Yeah, I think that's I what he was trying to say. And then all of a sudden, he got in his own feelings and forgot exactly what the hell he was supposed to be doing. <laughs> I did like that. I did like that he did cut a promo though because 
I know that that's Frank's department of that crew, but I feel I, I do like I do like really like enjoying people that aren't known for that. And I haven't seen like I'm not saying he's not known for that, but you just don't see a ton of promos from him. There are guys that are like very promo focused, but I do like that pe- well, people will pick up the mic every now and then that you don't ex- you don't think. And like I think they should. That's obviously I'm not a buck or anything like that, but like Trevor Outlaw, I do. And I also do like that Trevor Outlaw is still staying relevant during, and like even having little spots like that. I think that's mm-hmm. to me that that is like a great move in my opinion. Like just give people a little something to say, even if they're not the best on the mic. Like there was times, there was times where like a, someone like a Myron Reed, we were watching him wrestle locally and I was like, just let this per- just let him talk for like five like five like what it, what could what could be so harmful for him not to pick up the microphone for like five minutes? So like I like when some of these people talk that you don't think, but I don't know. Um, what do you think? Somebody that somebody that can't talk. Even some people that think they are great talkers could ruin their character and ruin okay. who they are by saying something. Okay. Like for instance. How many times does somebody have to say the F word? Does that make you a good promo? No. It means that you could swear a lot. Mm-hmm. But drop what you're saying, is there substance to what you're saying? Absolutely not. You're, you're trying cheap heat. You're trying to make the crowd hate you because of how you're saying something instead of what you're saying. What's your point? I could, I, I could sit here and drop F-bomb after F-bomb after F-bomb after F-bomb and make you hate me. But what did I say that's going to stick with you other than the fact that I said fuck 35 times? Yeah. So you're saying that it has to have subs. You want it when people speak, you want it to be subs to have some sort of substance. It has, it has to have substance. Otherwise you don't get a microphone. And especially in Trevor's case, That's all Trevor has right now is a Mm -hmm. microphone. If Trevor doesn't give you substance in what he's saying, if Trevor would have laid out 35 F-bombs and then said nothing else after the 35 F-bombs, what would be the point of giving him a microphone again? And then he's not relevant anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. So you gotta have you gotta have substance. Everything can't be a swear fest. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. I know he's but, not uh, Myron Reed, so but it's does a that way make sense? Of, um, also, kind of protecting your character, right? If you're not right for it, why give you this spot at that moment? Um, and you know, not to to right. bring it back to to freelance. Like I, you know, I know in the past, Charlie and I have have mentioned like we would like to hear from Storm Grayson just because he's been. You know, or you know, he's he's making his way, and and we see him often, and he's getting those W's, and you know, he's climbing his way where we want. Now I think he's at a point where we would want something else from his character. Um, great, that's a great that's been the point. Mm-hmm. That that legitimately, Chris, and it's an evolution point. You know, it, get Storm in front of you, in front of the fans, like him, get him, or hate him. Wherever, right. whatever direction we're going in. Now we have to give, we have to give the fans more of who Storm Grayson is to make them even like or hate him more. Right. So you know, I mean, 
the, the, the manager position is a lost form in wrestling. And there's a lot of people that currently even on TV are dying because they can't cut a promo. Mm-hmm. So someone like Storm, the mic goes in his hand and he starts saying some stuff. Or even if he's on, even if it's on film and you're watching it on the YouTube freelances shows, he's got to start. He, he's got to give you more. I absolutely agree. What about something in that case, maybe like pre-recorded and then played? Yeah, like, the pre-recorded. That's the, what I meant. Like the, the free, the freelances mm-hmm. stuff that yeah. gets dropped with extra promos. Like give you a chance to at least get a little bit more comfortable. And if it sucks, you could do it all over again. We we had it during the uh, summer when we did all the TV stuff. We had Storm cut a couple promos and he was not comfortable. Mm-hmm. He was not ready for that. Um, he went through take after take after take after take after take after take till we finally got something that was okay. I think that uh, I think that Storm now. I, I recently saw a promo elsewhere that he did, and it was really good. It surprised me because he didn't have time to think. It literally was okay. We're gonna do a promo. You ready? Go. And he kind of just riffed off, and it was it was good. And it spoke volumes to what he's doing there and how he feels. So, yeah, I I absolutely agree. But there's just some people that are never going to be able to talk. That you're just going to either have to appreciate them for what they could do in the ring. Or if you stop appreciating just that, it's time to say who's next. That's the nature of wrestling, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that was a great discussion, guys. Uh, appreciate that example, Chris. Appreciate that insight, James. Um, upcoming show, uh, February Saturday, February 26th. Hopefully you're listening to this episode before that and maybe even like on – I hope some people like would throw this on like on their way to the venue maybe or a little bit before that day. I feel like these, these episodes are really good precursors. Um, it's uh breaking the chains, huh? Are we breaking some chains out here. Is this is this breaking the chains? Juju's got a a a a show name and snuck one in. No, no. What is breaking the chains? Sorry, say? what chains are we breaking? What are we breaking free from here? Well, we break it, but from twenty twenty one, duh. Twenty twenty one, breaking breaking on mm-hmm. through huh? to the other side. Yeah. Breaking the chains, breaking the chains of 2021, breaking the chains of the the COVID pandemic, breaking the chains of what people expect from you, breaking the chains of the, your expectations versus reality, just breaking the chains. It could be anything. It could be interpreted any way you want. All right. Uh, doors at 630, ball at 7. Uh, hashtag F- yes, hashtag FU chains on uh, social media. And then you have F-U-F. FU-tickets.com. Custom domain for freelance underground tickets. Boom. There's some IT going on over there. Now I just need a website made. Now I just need a, a legitimate website. I hear you guys know some people. We know some people that know some people. Point at the tech guy. Point at the tech guy. <laughs> the tech guy knows how to build websites, huh? Point maybe, out. maybe. I mean, oh. <laughs> that, 
that is that yeah there yeah that, that's where my tech guy is <laughs> but I, I like the fact that we got futickets.com um easy to find yes tickets. it's a hell of a lot easier <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a hell of a lot easier and nothing nothing changes uh we just uh we just did something similar uh for the freelance stuff where now when you click on buy tickets off the freelance website uh it, it's not something that needs to be updated it just goes right to where the the landing, the landing page is for all of our events and all of our mm -hmm. tickets that are available at the same time. So <clears throat> I made Matt Nix's life a lot easier today. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I'm just going to run through the matches really quick, and then we can talk about some stuff that sticks out to us, I think. Because um, we want to we talk about the matches. We're also running up on the 52-minute mark. And I know not everyone likes us that much. They might like you, James. They definitely don't like me that much. Um, there is a tag team I'm championship. The most hated individual out of the three of us. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe. Uh, only because you have to be. You gotta be. Got you're the boss is never liked by everyone. The boss has to make the hard decisions. So you know, can't please everyone, right? No, you can't. It's hard for people to be the boss, though. I just stopped giving a shit. That's my problem. <laughs> Tag Team Championship match, Philly Marino Experience versus Brothers of Construction, which are the champs. I think PMA, PME has definitely earned that. Uh, singles match, August Matthews versus JJ Garrett. Singles match, Sky Blue versus GPA. I'm super excited Ooh. for this one. I think GPA has oh is really good, really good at intergender. I think he is. Um, and, uh, yeah, this should be really good. Uh, FU Independent Championship, Storm Grayson the champion versus Laney Luck. I think Laney gets a rematch here, which is great. It's um, a rematch. Singles match, Cole Radrick versus Coda Hernandez, which just announced today. Um, and, and, and when will you be releasing this? Uh, point at the IT guy. <laughs> point at the IT guy. <laughs> I'll, I'll round Wednesday. out the card depending on when you're going to post this. Ideally Wednesday, tomorrow. Ideally to give Wednesday, people tomorrow. Time okay, to then I can't tell you. I can't. I can't tell you what the next matches are going to be. Is Calvin Taylor? Ah, you know, screw it. I'll tell you what the. I'll tell you what the last. The last matches are. Okay. Um. Let's see. We have the debuting of the Bitcoin Boys from AIW. They will be facing again, uh, Manny Cortez and El Torrio. And El Torrio. Got a little bit of lucha flavor in there for you. Um. Matt Nix will be trying to earn another match with Project Monix. And Project Monix went on, you know, used his Twitter fingers and <laughs> said that the only way that Matt Nix is ever going to face him again is if he beats Chico. So he's wrestling Chico Suave one-on-one -on -one with the stipulation if he could beat Chico, he <laughs> if he beats Chico, uh, he gets another shot at Project Monix. And then when Project Monix heard that that match was happening, he requested an open challenge. So Project Monix will be in the house with an open challenge. Oh, interesting. Uh, how are you going to make us... There, there's your card. How are you going to make us choose between Nix and Chico, man? That's that's. How many times can we mention Chico on this podcast, too? Let's get some more mentions in here. No. <laughs> uh, man, I... I, I gotta say that uh, August Matthews and J.J. Garrett, though, 
like that match, the Sky Blue versus GPA, and of course Purple Poppy that you just announced versus uh, Chico. Um, I mean that that is enough right there. Uh, our friend D Ray mentioned that he thinks August could do has the potential. Not that we're trying anyone's trying to break up the Bang Bros. We're not. We love the Bang Bros. We said that. But August Matthews potentially has the potential to have like a singles run. He sees that and he sees that. And this is not to say that Davey can't as well, but like that the potential singles want run is something that D Ray has envisioned. He said, do you, would you agree with that? Or here's my thing before I answer, if I agree with that. Okay. Uh, my thing for that is this. Everyone's sleeping on Davey Bang. Okay. Fair point. And I'm slightly offended by that, that everyone's sleeping on Davey. Um, do, now, do I think that August could have an impressive singles run? Yeah, but I also think Davey could too. Uh, as of right now, unlike you know how we've all been labeled, I don't see a Sean and a Marty. I, I, I do see a Sean and a Sean. There, there, there's aspects to both of those individuals that you could, you could kind of try to try to break down and point counterpoint everything. Sure. Uh, so right now, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not confident enough to say one would have a more impressive singles run than the other. Right now. Right now, Davey Bang's doing singles matches, and August Matthews has done a handful, but mostly he's getting booked as the team. Right. Davey, I believe, is a champion somewhere in Wisconsin right now, singles. Okay. So, I mean, if that it, how, how do you break it down? Do you break it down by who gets booked more, where, when, and how, and how they're used? I, I just it, it point point. I don't feel confident enough saying that one would yeah. have a better singles career than the other just yet. Okay. August has got the skills. He can. He he's got the skills. He he watches wrestling. He's watched independent wrestling since he was a little kid. Shockingly, he knows things that you wouldn't expect someone his age to know. David doesn't have that knowledge. But does that necessarily mean that August is better because he has more knowledge of independent wrestling than David does? I don't know. So D-Ray, friend of the show D-Ray is uh, entitled to his opinion. I don't necessarily 1,000% agree that he will or that he won't. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to run that by you because just because I know he's in a singles match here. And once again, that doesn't push any favor in anyone's direction but I, I know that's just been brought up before on this podcast to people that might have listened to that that point that i that we had when we talked to d i can't remember when he brought that up it was on a past episode um so i just wanted to run that by you see see what you thought um yeah it, it, the card just got spicier uh i liked it to begin with um i i think laney has a chance to, to get go laney two belts again i think that's really cool cole radrick we've seen him have a really awesome match with with a young talent 
and Angel Escalera. So now Coda has the opportunity. This is a pretty big match for Coda Hernandez, is it not? Yes. And, and Coda's earned it. And Coda's definitely improved so much um, from when I first met him. And I, I'm not sure if we've ever talked about this before, but Cody used to go to the original underground shows in Villa Park, like 2014, 2015. He's a young kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how young he was, but he's like, yeah, man, I used to, me and my dad would go. And I was just like, really? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, really? And then he went and got some not so great training someplace. And now he's at the freelance school and his wrestling, his character his, his he went and did he went and did six weeks at flatbacks with Sean Spears and Tyler Breeze and came back in December and here here's your chance kid show show yeah. that you could do more than just be a fifty percent wrestler in a tag team with Darius Luttrell who that man has range too that that I can't wait for him to show more of just being a character Darius Luttrell. Mm being a character and and the stuff that he could do just from a comedy comedy aspect of wrestling that is just so it's not like over the top it's minute but it's entertaining as hell um so yeah here this is coda's chance just like we get angel escalera had the chance uh just like august matthews has another chance first one was against jordan oliver now it's against jj garrett right to show that the, these guys that are predominantly tag team wrestlers, they they can shine in singles competition. Yeah. Whew. Sorry, mouthful. My bad. You're good. Uh, and not to and not to uh, extend this podcast any farther, but uh, to, to so buy tickets for that show. Follow Freelance Underground if you're not on Twitter. Um, we did pose a question this week. If if freelance wrestling were to have a hall of fame, you're, you don't want to answer. You're shaking not your head. It. You're not answering. Not it. answering it. I if you want to know my answers, uh, I'll tell you off air. But I will not answer it. That's why I didn't tweet back. That's why I didn't do anything <laughs> like that. I sent my answers to Hank three one two. He knows who I thought. Um, there's some honorable mention guys that 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 aren't necessarily hall of hall of fame just yet or will they ever necessarily because they either are not in freelance currently um i didn't include referees i didn't include celebrities i didn't include chico i didn't include um uh ring announcers or commentators or anything like that uh, just straight wrestling and the impact that they had on freelance. I love it. I love that it was still answered, though. I thought it was a pretty thought-provoking question. I hope that no one takes offense to it. Um, and I think everyone who answered it online, and we might even talk a little bit more about it in the future, but um, ha- gave really, really worthy people. And there was even some people that I think were missed. Um and yeah, I, I uh, no Hall of Fame wing though. That's all I gotta say. No Hall of Fame wing. No Hall of Fame wing or no celebrity wing. No celebrity wing. Sorry, that's what I meant. No celebrity wing. So the match, cagematch.com.net.org tell you that one. 
uh, hey man, I go. I went. We went to the show. We're doing a recap on it. We're we, we promote the show. You know, I mean, we're doing our part, are we not? Yeah, you're doing your part. Congratulations. <laughs> Am I doing my part? Sorry. <laughs> business. Lots of business going on right now. <laughs> okay. Bye. No, you're setting up that website um, right now. I think James is doing it on his phone. And then let's not forget really quickly, uh, rescheduled for March 3rd, Doors at 7, Bell at 8, Flawless Victory at the Emporium in Logan Square. Um <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Thursday night at Emporium, 3-3. Should be fun. Should be fun. Um, Something different. Something different, you know, in the middle of a a barcade, if you will. Um, You know, Kylie Ray will be there. Project Monix will be at his first freelance show. Ooh. Since uh, his... He lost to Alfonso Gonzalez, um, Storm Grayson, GPA, Lenny Luck, Blair Onyx, um, students of the Freelance Wrestling Academy, amongst others. A little harsh, man. No. Little, if you really watching, are mad at Pat. <laughs> we really are mad at Pat. It's real. The rage is the rage for that is real. Um, can I, uh, I'm not, not worried. We haven't forgiven him. And I think even in the slightest, so it's still just hatred. At least for me, it is Chris. I don't know about you, but I, I blame Caleb. It's all Caleb's fault. <laughs> I don't know who Caleb is. Caleb I wanted want to him. give him, he wanted to give him a part participation trophy. That's fine. It's all Caleb's fault. <laughs> And, uh, and Matt Nix for letting Caleb get away with it. It's both of their fault. No, no. Everything no. was hunky dory. I, I will not accept that that finger pointing. I will only point at the IT guy. Speaking of the IT guy, so the, the so you got your hands full, James. Um, you know, I'm uh, looking forward to uh, obviously helping promote. Looking forward to the wrestling. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, Are you? Are you going to be out to all 37 shows in the next six weeks or what? I'm going to do my best. I'm not going to promise anything. That's a no from Charlie. How about you, Chris? Uh, I might be, you know, heads down working on a website. Uh, so not sure I'm going to be able to be free on the 26th. But, you know, well, we'll definitely catch them online. IWTV.live. You know, Church Street always calls my name. I mean, I'm always down for some beers, but. You know, I got away this weekend, so I can't. Emporium back back. I think Emporium is Emporium is definitely one. It's a Thursday night. Why not? I'll let you know if I'm there or not. <laughs> well, I want to bust up some people in Mortal Kombat, so I got to learn. I got to learn the uh, the special moves of some characters. I'll see you there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, but as a reminder. The 26th, this upcoming Saturday, Church Street Bury, uh, Breaking the Chains. That's that's the name of the show. Fu-tickets.com. Get your tickets. Um, or else uh, IWTV.live. Correct? That is correct, sir. 
All right. Well, that is it for you. Got that straight from the internet. Good job. <laughs> of course. You think I was going to memorize that? No, at least you didn't go to cagematch.biz. <laughs> I that that biz. You. <laughs> up again. Fucking, you're predictable. <laughs> as predictable as James is, can you let us know the freelance on the ground uh, Twitter handle and good luck uh, with that. It's right on the screen, right? Oh. No. Oh no, that's that's your Inst- Insta- <laughs> Instagram and Facebook are all freelance underground. Um, all lowercase and together, no spaces, I believe. And Twitter is <laughs> freelance und undrgd at Boom. freelance undrgd under. Yep, that's it. I know for a fact now because. I had to remind myself I want to change it. <laughs> Futickets.com. Fu-tickets.com. There it is. Viva la Charlie. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as far as two heels in a face goes, you can always follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, two heels in a face, number two heels in a face, two heels in a face.com. And uh, just remember to hashtag Viva La Chico, right? Definitely. Hashtag yep. Viva La Chico. Thanks. Thanks, James. You know by supporting Chico, you're supporting Monix, right? No, 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 no. He's gonna, no. he's gonna, he's, he's gonna, things. he's gonna break free. He's gonna break free from that spell. He's a good, <laughs> nah. he's a good soul. He's just misguided. Weak-minded do not break from the cycle <laughs> until they choose he's to be strong. broken. He's strong, I believe in that. Yeah. Yeah.